Today on episode number 475, well, holy cow, how do you follow up Glenn the Geek? That's right. You rock it. You bring in the real Brian with a phenomenal because of my podcast story. And also, I'm fresh back from PodCamp Pittsburgh, where I was standing on the edge of my integrity. I was standing on the edge of my comfort zone, and my friends pushed me over, and I'm so glad they did. Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005. I'm your very own personal podcast coach, Dave Jackson. I'm like a little podcast consultant in your pocket or strapped to your arm or coming out of your car speakers, wherever you are. That's where I want to be. I've uh, come here to help you massage your message help you tackle the technology, help you flatten the learning curve as we get you on the road to pain-free podcasting. In a nutshell, we talk about all things podcasting. Our website is schoolofpodcasting.com. I've been helping people understand technology for over 20 years, and uh, I would love to help you launch a podcast. I think that would be so very, very cool. And this week, I... uh, It was weird. I was going to go, then I wasn't going to go, then I was going to go, then I wasn't going to go. And so here I was. I went over to uh, PodCamp Pittsburgh. And uh, this was a cool event. And speaking of events, I need to let you know that on September 12th, take your pick. If you're anywhere near Jersey, well, hey, go over to Podcast Mid-Atlantic. You can find that at Podcast Mid-Atlantic. Now, if you're on the other side of the pond... By all means, my buddies, uh, Mike and Isabella Russell, are putting on New Media Europe. I'm telling you, I have yet to go to a podcamp or a podcast event that I didn't walk away thinking, man, I'm, I'm glad I did that. Because they're all fun. They're all awesome. And speaking of dates, of course, September 30th is International Podcasting Day. And this is just a day where we basically tell everybody, go out, you should do this every day, but go out and just strike up a conversation about podcasting. In fact, right now, you can get your International Podcasting Day t-shirt. I got mine ordered. Go over to International Podcast Day. Did I say podcasting day? International Podcast Day. And um, it's just a cool event. So now for the record, PodCamp Pittsburgh, wow, wow kind of not fair to follow podcast movement, but in the end, it's all about relationships. And it was cool because some of my Cleveland podcasters, uh, if you are in the Northeast Ohio area, go over to clevelandpodcasters.com. Shannon and uh, Shannon, shame on me. Sharon and uh, Kim were there and uh, that was great fun. Uh, I got to see them and it was just Interesting because I went there really for the hallway. I just wanted to network with people, got to hang out with uh, Chris Brogan a little bit. That was kind of fun. And let me explain this little story here. I'm going to go back a little bit. And that is, I got this email from Donnie. Now, Donnie is from inebriatedwisdom.com. Got to tell you, love the title. That's one of those titles you're like, okay, what the heck is he talking about? And he, he sent me this email and he said, Hello, sir. Now, for the record, man, my dad's name was Sir. 
just call me Dave. That's cool. And it says, I'm writing this to simply introduce myself and to say a big thank you. Well, that's cool. That's always nice to hear. Not long ago, I was inspired to begin a daunting task of creating a podcast. I've listened to numerous over a uh, varied topic span ever since the beginning of the podcast. So I decided to bite the bullet and give this a go. Well, good for you, Donnie. We thought uh, with thoughts of what fun this could be and eager to learn some new skills. I ventured into the, uh, in quotation marks here, glamorous world of podcasting. Your show has been a go-to for every topic I can imagine. I glean over past episodes for the struggles I'm currently facing and words of encouragement along the way. Simply put, it has been an indispensable in this process. Well, again, thank you. That's really cool. Um, That's what I'm here for. That's kind of my passion is helping people launch podcasts. So with that said, I do need to mention that I already belong to John Lee Dumas's Podcaster's Paradise and the information there has been helpful. Also, all but a little pie in the sky-esque. I'm a loyal listener now of your show along with the Podcaster Studio and Podcaster's Roundtable. Uh, Might I add the Audacity to Podcast and uh, Podcast Help Desk is in there. There's a couple other good ones. Go over to uh, podcastaboutpodcasting.com. I got a list of uh, all the ones there. And this week... I listened to, yeah, Glenn the Geek. If you have not listened to episode number 474, look, you don't have to make money with your podcast, but Glenn the Geek is. And if you want to hear how to do it without uh, a bunch of nonsense, uh, check out schoolofpodcasting.com slash 474. I got so much feedback. If I were to tell you all the feedback that I got, it would be the whole show. And I told somebody, there's an old famous quote, I, I, I can't tell you what pornography is, but I know it when I see it. I, I I have an idea of what good content is, but man, when I met Glenn, I was like, this guy is going to explode. And actually one of the, uh, Glenn, by the way, does a, a horseradionetwork.com. And not only did my episode go out on my website, but a uh, another horse website um, actually did a whole story about Glenn being on my show, I believe. I, I didn't actually read the whole thing, but that's what it looked like. And they put a link to my MP3 file. Cool. And so here again, Donnie's saying, I listen to the Glenn the Geek almost every day on the long drives between um, day job um, customers. All I can say is, wow, that episode really hit home. I had multiple people tell me, in fact, Nick Suberling from SBN.TV said he listened to it while mowing the lawn and said, oh, crap, I've got to listen to this again and take notes. It's really It's one of my favorite episodes, I think, of all the ones I've ever done of just like, wow. And so he says, the show I've created focuses on the craft beer community, hence the name of his website, Inebriated Wisdom. Uh, I'm based out of Knoxville, Tennessee. So if uh, you're in that area, look at my buddy Donnie. He says, uh, so my main goal was to break into the local scene. I'm around five episodes deep into the editing process and have just released my first show to my website and submitted to iTunes this week. Yeah, this is the thing. We'll talk about that later, but there's no, we'll get into that. I always worry about episode number one, because when you release five episodes, episode number five is going to get the most hits and four will get less than that. And three will get less than that. Two will get less than that. One will get less than that. Yes. People will download your entire back catalog, but not everybody. So I kind of feel sorry for episode one, because it's going to get a lot less hits and episode one should be like, you're come out in, in, you know, pop somebody in the face kind of content. So 
Here's uh, let's go back to Donnie. I've broken the procrastination mold. Awesome. Of not releasing due to making it perfect. Yes. Here's the thing with trying to make it perfect. Oh, the music isn't just quite right. Or, oh, I should have a better microphone. No, no, no. Um, if you aim at perfection, number one, you're never going to be perfect. But when you miss, you land on really, really, really good. And so Donnie says, I realize we all have to start somewhere. Yep. And I finally made that big step. Now to grow and promote along with getting much better every time I'm behind the mic. And this made me smile. Number one, because obviously um, he said some very nice things about me. It's a cool way to start the day, by the way. Thank you, Donnie. And so I replied to him. I said, Donnie, awesome. You've done what so many people have failed to do. You hit publish. No matter what people say from this point forward, you put it out there for better or for worse. You hit publish. I'm so glad I inspired you because this email may have just inspired me for next week's episode. Hence this. Do you mind if I read your email on the show? And, um, I gave him some input on growing his audience and most of that I've talked about, you know, I, I said, go out and find local breweries, go play in your niche. Uh, congrats and do everyone a favor. I said also Donnie and put a link in your signature. There you go. There's your tip. There's your strategy for today. If you're using Gmail, go into settings, go to your signature and put a link to your website. Cause I was ready to click on it. So here I was telling Donnie way to hit publish buddy. And so there I was in PodCamp Pittsburgh and I attended a session on basic audio editing and it was fine. And granted for, for me, not that I'm a, a big shot, smarty pants, but I kind of knew everything they were talking about, kind of chimed in a little. That was the kind of the new thing about a PodCamp thing. Uh, when they started talking blue snowballs, I was like, no, 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 no. Audio Technica ATR 2100. Try not to be uh, um, a know-it-all because nobody likes a know-it-all, but I, I can't let people buy blue snowballs. Uh, I know many people who have great microphone, great sounding microphone, but uh, not a good choice for podcasters. And I could see that this audience at this event, they were brand new to podcasting. Now, for me, that makes me salivate just a little bit because, again, that's my passion of of brand new people who are a little confused. They want to do a podcast, but they're they're a little like, what? The feed of the what? Of the kilobits per second, the huh? And so at the end of day one, I heard where they filled some open slots and I said, Ooh, is there, are there any more? And uh, they said, uh, no. So at night I was sitting there with uh, crystal from Libsyn and Nick Suberling, the one, the only Subs from also podcastersgrouptherapy.com and uh, Kim from uh, on the table podcast, a podcast about um, uh, that thing, Toastmasters which no, you don't bring peanut butter and jelly or butter to that. It's a whole thing about speaking. And uh, it turns out that podcamps, anyone can speak anywhere. I was told this. This is, no, you're in a podcamp. You can do this. Now, as the former director of podcasting for the New Media Expo, uh, I know what it goes into planning and running a show. And if somebody came up to me and said, hey, Dave, I want to do a session uh, tomorrow, I'd be like, huh? And I just pictured that and my brain kind of turned to pudding. Like if I just walked in and said, yeah, I, I know there's no rooms available. Uh, I'm just going to do one in the hallway. But that's basically Chris Brogan came up. Super nice guy, by the way. ChrisBrogan.com. He's one of the creators of the original PodCamp. And I, and Nick was like, ask him. Because I'm like, no, you can't just, you just can't barge in and do a session. 
And Chris is like, oh, no, that's exactly what this is made for. And so there it was from, you know, from the horse's mouth. Um, I was encouraged to do this. But I still resisted because I'm like, well, that seems kind of like an ego move. Hey, I'm here. I'm ready to speak. And there I was just standing on the edge of my comfort zone with my friends going, dude, seriously, you need these people need you. And uh, this is the wrong attitude to go, you know, well, that's an ego move to go. Hey, I should be speaking. And so now it's a valid it's a valid opinion because to me, coming from Mr. New Media Expo, where you got to cross your T's and dot your I's, this is not New Media Expo. This is PodCamp. But I needed to be open for new information. And that's my whole background, man, is like uh, constant improvement. I'm all about constant improvement. That means you got to be open for new information. So this meant I had to believe in myself. Well, hello, I have been doing this for 10 years. Um, and as somebody who teaches technology, uh, you have to be able to go with the flow on a real regular basis. And of course, when I really thought about it, and, and you'll hear me talk when I talk with Brian later about the worst thing that can happen, you have to remember that. No one will punch you in the face. That's right. Ryan K. Parker of foodcraftsman.com. And so I said, well, how do you do this? And Nick's like, you just got to tweet it and put it on the hashtag. And so I did. And I, I sat there for a second with my thumb on the tweet button going, this just seems so not normal to just come in and go, hi, I'm speaking now. But I did. And then the next morning they announced all the new sessions and they didn't mention mine. And I was like, see, I told you we, in my head, right? I have that little voice in my head going, See, I told you, you shouldn't have done that. It's not, this is not the way it works. And I was listening to Chris Brogan's speech and he was on before I was. And there was a voice in my head that said, no, if, if, if people want to come to this session, they have to know it's available. And right now nobody does unless they were really following Twitter. So at the end of the thing, Chris asked if there are any questions. And I said, um, I, I just have one thing. Since you have the microphone, can you please let people know that I'm speaking after you are out in the hallway where there were some tables and such. And so I went out with uh, roughly nine words on a piece of paper that said things like hosting, media hosting, WordPress, domain names, things like that. This, I, I called it um, understanding the podcast puzzle. And I might turn this into, I have a video of it. Thank you, Crystal, courtesy of uh, Periscope. I might turn this into like a quick little YouTube tutorial and then uh, give it away for free. Now, was I nervous? Absolutely. I talk every day to people, but I had zero rehearsal. And when I'm teaching a class, I've gone through the material and I had not officially gone through the material. I did it in my head. And again, I've been talking about this stuff forever, it seems like. And so I pushed through my comfort zone and there I was in front of uh, seven-ish people by the end of the thing. And um, at the end of the session, oh, also, uh, Crystal was periscoping it. And she said, I think there were around 50 people watching this on Periscope. And I had heart so plenty, apparently, which is a good thing. And at the end of day two, 
I was thanked by the founders at the session of the PodCamp for doing that session. They're like, thank you so much for doing that. So the whole time I was worried about, oh, I'm going to be stepping on toes and all oh, this isn't going to work. Oh, what am I going to do? And at the end, they're like, hey, thanks for doing that. So we need to watch our attitude about that. And one of the reasons I did that is I can't sit here and tell Donnie and I can't sit here and tell you that you've got to get out of your comfort zone and then sit here and just plant my feet in mine and go, but you go right ahead. That's not going to work. And so I'm happy I did it. It looks great on the other side of your comfort zone. And here's the cool thing. The more you do that, the smaller, I'm sorry, the, the more you do that, the larger your comfort zone is because you've done more things. You can say, oh, I've done that before. Oh, I've done that before. Oh, I've done that before. And all of a sudden, there isn't that many things that make you really uncomfortable. You just have to hit publish. You just have to hit record. And remember, you can always press record and delete it later. It's not live radio. And speaking of live radio, one of my favorite people was so happy to see him at Podcast Movement is the real Brian. And so last week, we had Glenn the Geek on here. Awesome, I've already talked about that. And I was really freaking out. Like, how the heck do you follow up Glenn the Geek? Well, then I heard about Brian over at ProfitCast Universe. And Brian is now picked up some gigs because of his podcast. This is one of the segments I do on the show. Now, Brian's was kind of so detailed. I wanted more than just the answer of because of my podcast, I'm now doing, I'm now getting paid to do not one, but two podcasts. And you'll hear where Brian is going to be working for John Lee Dumas. And if things continue, I think we're all, I will probably eventually end up working for John Lee Dumas. <laughs> um, but here again, you're going to hear where he thought about quitting and that attitude, this guy in your head that goes, you should probably quit. This is not where, you know, maybe you're just this close to having that next breakthrough. So check out this because of my podcast story. Now I left this in, uh, me and Brian were being silly. Uh, and you like silly. What do you mean, Dave? Uh, like this. We're now in record. So now we have to talk like this. <laughs> hey, <laughs> what's up? That's right. Uh, we should, we should actually. <laughs> Are you ready to whip it? How's yeah. it going? I love whipping things. Yeah, that's right. Hey, uh, yeah. hey, joining me. Hey, yeah. Uh, <laughs> all I need. We're is going like, for the cheesy DJ voice today. That's How right. are you? All I need is a big auga horn and a you know duck quacking. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, the one, the only, the real Brian from uh, ProfitCastUniverse.com. Uh, joining me here. How's it yeah. going, buddy? Dude, let's whip it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry. That's uh, <laughs> let's rock it. <laughs> I totally got it wrong. Uh, are what you ready? wrong with me? Are you ready to launch? Right, I'm trying to think of other verbs. Um, <laughs> yeah. Are you ready to? Yeah. Anyway, um, drink. Sure. Water? I've got some water right here. Yeah, I can drink. Exactly. There you go. I'm ready to drink water. So, but uh, I was listening to your, your last show. Yeah. And uh, it turns out that uh, you have a few new gigs that have come your way. 
And so I, true. I thought I would ask you, because I thought, baby, that these were because of your podcast. And you can answer that question uh, or, or not. Total fluke. Yeah. <laughs> That's the most random thing ever. No, you, you know, it is. It is actually uh, because of the podcast. And, and interestingly enough, I actually, did I, did I say this on my show? I can't remember now, but I said something about that. If it weren't for ProfitCast, I would not be where I'm at today. Did I say that? I don't know if you did. You did now. Sounds really oh. good. All right. Well, it's true though. And you know, okay. So I interviewed Jason Van Orden, I don't know, a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And he said something about his first podcast did not monetize in any way. Uh, and even though he hoped it would, but he said that because of that first podcast, everything else launched from that. And now, you know, they've got internet business mastery, they're multimillionaires, blah, 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 so on and so forth. And it was because of that first podcast. So when he said that, I thought, well, that's interesting. I wonder if that's going to happen with ProfitCast. And then within, I don't know, a week or so later is when everything just like all started happening. And it was as a result of ProfitCast. So and now that's not the first show I did though. Like I've been obviously in radio and I've done other podcasts and stuff, but that show sparked this current path. Well, tell us about uh, which show you want to talk about first. The uh, audiobooks.com podcast. Okay. So this is kind of the interesting thing that's come with, with ProfitCast. As you know, I, I am an experimenter and I like to go out and talk to people and, you know, try things and see what works and what doesn't. And there was an episode I did. It's been a little while now about sponsorships. Are they really worth it? And did you listen to that one? Uh, Brian, I, I seriously, I, I, and I'm not hand to God, yeah. every single episode, man. I'm a big fan. Are you so? Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I didn't know that. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Okay. So that episode, I interviewed a bunch of different companies and one of the companies I interviewed was audiobooks. And I called them because I knew they sponsored podcasts. And, and uh, at the time, actually, I was asking about some other stuff. So I'd, I think I was an affiliate or something, or I'd tried to sign up for an affiliate with them. Um, but then I started asking them questions about what is your advertising, you know, what does it look like? Basically, what do you do? What's your minimum? Blah, blah, blah. So we had a great conversation and we kind of kept in touch about that on and off. And then I didn't talk to, and this was Nick, by the way, over there. And I didn't talk to him for a while, but apparently I was top of mind when he emailed me a couple months later and he said, Hey, we're thinking about starting a podcast. Can I pick your brain? And I'm going to stop Brian right there. Uh, you, you know, if you are new to the show, I do this. I interrupt my own interviews. What did Brian do? He reached out and started a conversation. Then later you heard him say it. We kept in touch. And then later when they started thinking about it, who do they think of Brian? Now you, as much as a lot of podcasters know that when somebody asks to pick your brain, there is potential like brain damage that may occur <laughs> from, from that moment. You know what I'm talking about? You know, cause it's either like, okay, this is a two or three hour discussion or <laughs> you never know what's going to happen. Right. In some cases, it really means, can I get free consulting? Yes. Yeah, see, I, exactly. Yeah. That was my concern. Yeah. Can I, can I talk to you for three hours? And uh, yeah. Yeah. Now, so, you know, my first reaction was no, like I'm going to charge this guy. My second reaction, which was a little bit more thoughtful and respectful was he's given me his time. I need to give him some of mine. Sure. So sure. I'll get on the phone. We get on the phone, we're chatting. And um, at the end of the conversation, well, first of all, he's asking me like about, oh, okay, what does it take to do a podcast? How, how long on average, blah, 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 what goes into it? So I'm explaining it to him. And I, you know, I just kind of thinking I was freaking him out about the amount of work that goes into it. And at the end he goes, okay, well, here's the thing. We don't want to do it. And we don't have anyone here to, that knows how to do it. So we'd love somebody to host. Do you know of anyone that would do it? 
And I thought, are you kidding me? Really? Because the, the irony was, is I had been thinking about this because when I, when I interviewed Jason Bryant, who does wrestling podcasts and he basically hosts podcasts for the wrestling, um, you know, organizations in colleges, he and I talked about this and I said, how do I do this? And he said, you need to be an expert in a field. And I said, well, shoot, <laughs> right. I'm an expert in some areas, but not much. Like, I don't even know who I'd go to at this point. And that's when that came up. And I said, uh, well, I would love to host this podcast for, for audiobooks because I've been thinking about doing this, but I'm not an expert in books. I read them. I listen to them, but I'm not an expert. And he goes, well, that's okay. He goes, we just want somebody who can put a voice to it, who can bring an authentic, you know, viewpoint and you can interview authors and experts. And, and then, you know, you can read books and just give us your honest opinions of them and so on and so forth. And I thought, oh my gosh, I can totally do this. There you go. You are an expert, my friend. I yeah. Mean, well, how long, yeah. you, how long were you in radio? Oh my gosh. On and off since 94, 95, somewhere in there. So that's a lot of practice that, that some of yeah. us, because that's one of the things, man, profit cast is just, it just rolls. You know what I mean? You come on, you. you bring the energy. I, you, I've told you before, man, I've always loved your energy and you have great sounding audio. And if I'm somebody who wants somebody to do a podcast and be like, yeah, I like the way that guy sounds. Cause really that's what they're yeah. looking for. And, yeah. and I'm going to interrupt myself. The other thing he noticed what he said, the, the advertiser was looking for was authentic, authentic. You can't just pick a niche because you think it's going to be profitable because people will smell that a mile away. Enthusiasm, yeah. authenticity. And here's the yeah. cool thing that we talk about getting paid. Granted, you're going to get paid for this. You're also going to get paid knowledge, man. You get to listen to oh. books and get paid. Yeah. That right there is like, really? Wow. Incredible. That is yeah. awesome. Well, and, and the other thing that's, that's neat too is I have an opportunity to share what I've learned. It, like I said, it's almost in a way of like the curiosity, mm -hmm. you know, because I'm curious about these books and these authors and, and narrators even. We're going to interview narrators. And uh, that was actually from one of my co-hosts that suggested that. And I thought, what a brilliant idea, because what goes into the narration of an audiobook? Because they do interpret some of the book for you by reading it. Sure. But, but it is interesting because I, I, got, I got to the pain point. Because you always talk, you know, you hear about that, find a pain, solve it, you got a business. Right. And I got to the pain point that, you know, I was, I was trying to consult with podcasters who were also business owners, entrepreneurs. And, you know, they were, or they were trying to start a podcast for the business and I was trying to consult these people. And now, you know, this Dave, but I'm not the best at teaching. I love helping people and, and guiding people. But when it comes to teaching step-by-step, step, this is not my forte. That's yours. So I was, I was thinking about this and, and the more that they're getting into this and I'm talking to these people, I'm like, these people have no time. Like they're, they're business owners or entrepreneurs and they're running a business full-time. They do not have the time to go and practice in front of the mirror on how to perform in front of a, you know, for a podcast. Right. Cause it does take that. And I started to realize that, that these guys don't have time. And what audiobooks proved to me was we don't have time and we don't have time nor care to learn how to do this. We want someone that's an expert already behind the microphone to do this for us. And I thought, Oh my gosh, there's a pain right there that I can solve. Holy awesome. Cow. Well, one of the things you said in your story is you sent them a demo reel. Is that one that you had whipped up from the days of radio or is this something that you like describe what was in your demo reel? I did an actual audiobooks.com demo episode. I uh, recorded it for them afterwards and I said, here's what an episode could sound like for you. If you like this, what do you think? See, this uh, is, a, and I loved it. See, this is an old sales trick 
back in the, I was going to back in the day when I was into copiers, we would be talking to a salesperson and we'd have the brochure and we would say, I think this would be great, especially you could put it in this corner over here and you start to get the customer seeing the equipment in their office. Yeah. And so here you're getting the customer to, to hear what a podcast could sound like. They kind of go, yeah, that sounds pretty good. And all of a sudden they're just one step closer to going, yeah, I think we're going to do this. We're going to pull the trigger. Yeah. Very cool. Now, granted, you could have put that time into that and they might go, yeah, never mind. I know. And that was a risk. And it was, it was, I, I thought about that. Like, well, I could send, and I, I did this. I did actually send them episodes of ProfitCast mm-hmm. and uh, even of Aero Squad. And I said, you know, you can check it out and listen. And interestingly enough, they said, well, that's great, but we'd love to hear what you're going to do for us. Got it. And I thought, oh man, yeah. What if they say, no, forget it. Or they go do it themselves, which is obviously a risk. I'm like, I'm wasting all this. Well, I, I may be wasting all this time or I may be investing all this time. I don't know. Exactly. So that was a little bit of a debate, but um, you know, when I did that demo episode for them, they loved it so much that they're like, where do we sign? Beautiful. I mean, I'm like, okay. Well, you know what? Then there's something to be said about that. Nice. How, how long do you think it took to make that, uh, you know, kind of demo episode? Oh gosh. With planning what I was going to say, recording and editing less than an hour. Really? Yeah. I just like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to do something in 20 minutes. I know exactly what I'm going to say already and edit it up, clean it up, make it sound good. And yeah. Oh, see, I probably would have gone nuts and re-recorded like 27 times. Well, I thought about that and then I went, no, I want to be natural because Uh, I don't, I want them to hear who I am with my quirks and my crazy humor, if you want to call it that or whatever. I just wanted to put in stuff that this is me. And if they don't like me, then I'm not the right fit for them. Very Because I'm, you know, I don't, I'm not going to try to be someone else. And you know, honestly, that even goes with the other show that I'm doing. If you want to go that far, yeah, ready to go into that. Let's go into that. Cause I mean, there you, yeah. you overcame the, you thought about it. Oh, this is a risk. Oh it could gosh. be a waste of time. So here now you, you have another idea that pops into your head. Well, this is uh, actually the, the, the original idea was, was sparked from, okay. So, you know, Jody Smith. Name rings you, a bell. Jody's a great guy. But uh, really, really great guy. And I'll tell you what, if there's one thing about Jody, he is, he has incredible ideas. So if you want an idea, you got to find Jody and, and ask him because he'll just come up with something out of the like blue and he'll be like, that's insane, but that's genius. <laughs> you know. But anyway, so he and I were chatting at one point and he called me up and, uh, and he said, uh, you know, Hey, I, I, why don't you host podcasts for people? And I said, you know, it's funny. I've been thinking about that. And um, he said, have you approached John Dumas about hosting one? And I said, why would I do that? Like John's already a podcaster. He's already doing his own thing. He's like, I don't know. I just think you should. I'm like, okay, whatever. And I totally blew him off. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Jody. <laughs> it was funny, but I did blow him off. And then I, I waited, I don't know, about two or three months later. And then I finally went, actually, that's a really good idea. I should approach John Dumas. I have no idea what the heck I'm going to talk about, but I think I'm, you know, anyway. So the idea then formed about, you know, should I do something for podcasters paradise? Because there is nothing as far as a voice for podcasters paradise, why don't I do, you know, a similar style show that would be kind of a hybrid of profit cast and entrepreneur on fire where I interview the podcasters paradise members and get their story, their journey of podcasting, what has worked for them, what hasn't, how podcasters paradise has helped them. There's the business side for John, right? So, right. Hey, how's this helped you? And ideally that brings more clients to him um, because you know, every, every uh, potential client's going to want to know what's in it for me. Sure. So that was the thing I said, well, you know, if, if people hear how Podcasters Paradise helped them, then they're going to want to join. So that was my idea. That was kind of the the purpose behind it too. 
But also I thought it would be really cool to look at it from the standpoint of we tend to interview people who are ahead of us. So this person has made millions of dollars or they've got, you know, 400 million listeners per uh, second, you know, for their podcast, whatever, you know, we're always interviewing people who are successful, but what about uh, interviewing people who are in the trenches with us right now? Like, Hey, we just got a hundred listeners or Hey, we just made $50 and, and we're growing because we're seeing that. And I thought this would be really encouraging, but also I think it would be a help. So I pitched the idea to John on a whim. I was in one of those moments where I'm like, I've got nothing to lose and I'm just going to email him. And I almost, after I hit send, almost went, Oh no, wait, what did I just do? Cause why? Cause he got out of his comfort zone, right? He was like, ah, oh, I don't know if I should do this. Uh, this could be weird. This could be, I could look stupid. I could, eh, eh, eh. no, he hit send and wait till you hear what happened. And I got an email back within like, I don't know, an hour, which is surprising because John's busy and he goes, I love it. Let's do this. Let's talk about it. I was like, what? <laughs> I can't believe he said yes. And so how long after that email did you guys actually like sign the deal and the, are, are you not like, did you have to pinky swear or anything on that or? Yeah, well, no, I mean, I, I actually do written agreements. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm one of those people. I'm just, you know, just to protect everybody involved. Sure. And make sure everybody knows what we're all intended to do too. Like what I'm supposed to do, what they're supposed to do. So it was, I don't know, maybe two weeks, I think, because I'm trying to think of when we actually had that, that initial conversation, but then it was actually the Friday of podcast movement that, you know, everything was signed. Now, did you have to send him any kind of demo reel or? Well, no, see, here's the thing. John listens to ProfitCast. Ah. And so that's kind of how our relationship started is, you know, I mean, I, I had known obviously of him and had connected with him at times. See, this was very surprising. You have these moments where you, you, you're going to remember these moments, right? But at um, the podcasters summit that Dan and Jared put on mm -hmm. in January, he had his little online talk and uh, anyway, I was there, I was doing my thing and I was in the chat room and, and John said something about, well, I see the real Brian's here. And I'm like, what? What have I said in the past? Remember that one episode I did? And I said, if you can work the name of your audience into your show authentically, it makes everybody giddy. And then they tell their friends. And here's another, why do I say that? Because of comments like this. Like who, what? You <laughs> never know. Just, who, yeah. Did never. he just call me out? And he goes, and he started, well, basically he talked about how he listens to ProfitCast and he complimented me on some stuff and it, it was just really, really nice. And I thought I had no idea. And I mean, I think I had the same reaction when you told me you listened to the show. And I think I had the same reaction when Daniel told me he listened to my show too. And I was like, my gosh, what? Wow. Felt honored. It's so good. you, it's good you stuff. Awesome. I appreciate it. So anyway, that's how it started. And then, you know, we kept in touch over email and he would, you know, say, Hey, I was encouraged by this episode. Thanks. And I'm still listening. And I'm like, wow. So that's really where it all started. And so as a result, he already knew kind of what I could do. Going back to what I was saying in the beginning, he basically just told me actually today, he said, listen, I'm not going to micromanage you. I want you to do your thing, your style, your personality, your humor, just be yourself, go for it. And I thought, wow, that's, that's pretty cool. That sounds like a cool job here. Go be yourself and I will pay you for that. <laughs> and the beauty of it is this is still kind of in your niche of, of profit cast because you're going to get those gold nuggets, which will then be able to share back on profit cast. Yeah. So yeah. That's, that's the cool thing of it. I was like, oh man, that's a great idea. It's synergistic. 
And I didn't plan it this way either. Wow. Which is really interesting because, and I said this last week on ProfitCast, I did not have any clue that this is what I'd be doing. I set out to do a podcast to get, you know, 100,000 downloads and be a millionaire in, you know, three months, right? Because that's what everybody says you can do. <laughs> or wait, do they say that? <laughs> no, but that's what we all think we can do because there's some like, I don't know what it is. All of a sudden, everybody thinks they can, you know, start a podcast and, and become wildly successful and become millionaires within three to six months. And I'm like, who, where did that start? Cause that's not really the truth. It's not. Oh, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> I know. Forget it. Forget it. I'm done. Dude, I've been doing this podcast for a week, man. I'm, I'm no, but I mean, and I got to the year mark and I was really, really down on myself. And I thought, you know, I have not profited with this show. Like I thought it would, because I got on and I thought I'm going to get sponsorships and I'm going to do this. And then I found out, whoa, that's not as easy as I thought it was. And I want to pause it here. He was at the one year mark, not the one week mark, not the one month mark, not the six month mark, the one year mark. And so many of us want this at three months, three weeks, six months. It takes time to develop a relationship with your audience. It takes time to develop a reputation of always producing quality content. It's not a get rich quick scheme. And this is why I say this. Here's another person a year before, you know, to really gain that trust. And I obviously didn't know better. And then I started thinking, well, okay, so I guess I have to teach and coach because that's what the natural evolution of podcasting is according to what people told me. And I didn't want to do that. So I thought, well, okay, what do I do? Well, I really want to get paid to perform. Everyone's like, that's insane. That's not going to happen. And so I, I hate to say it, but I sort of mentally gave up. I didn't tell people that, but I sort of did. And then when I got to that, you know, one year mark of profit cast, I was like, I don't know if I should keep going or not. I have no idea. Right. Cause I don't know really what impact this show has had on people. I mean, yeah, people have emailed me and said, I love it and blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, yeah, but if I were to quit tomorrow, would anybody really care? And honestly, I haven't profited. And I've, I've, uh, I was telling you this, like, you know, before we got on to that, my, my day job was profit cast and I was trying to make it work as an entrepreneur and I wasn't, and I was not paying my bills. And I was getting to a point of going, this is going to be a problem very soon here. I need to make a decision. Mm. And it wasn't two weeks later that the audiobooks thing happened. And then the thing with John happened and I was going, Oh, I think I might have stumbled onto something here. Awesome. It's like I said, man, the good guys win every now and then. And well, and you told me that even before all this happened. And I was like, I want to believe you, Dave. <laughs> I really do. Well, here's my favorite question. Let's, let's go back to audiobooks. that, that, so you approach, what was his name? Nate, Dan, Scott, Nick, Nick, Nick sorry. something yeah. with an N. Okay. Yep. What's the worst thing that could have happened there? Well, he, he approached me though. Okay. So he approached you. Yeah. So, so in that scenario, the worst thing is they didn't like it and you know, oh, thanks. That's great. Or we're going to start our own now. Right. Or we're not interested in you because you suck. I mean, I don't know. I guess that would have been the worst thing. Um, But that was a little bit different of a story. But, you know, when I approached John, the worst thing was, you know, no thanks. That's a great idea. But right. I don't need that right now. And you could check that off your list. To me, I have so many people like, well, what if I fail? What if you don't? Yeah. There are those that told you that ProfitCast was, and I'm putting air quotes here, was a failure because you weren't making, you know, $6 million a month. And they told you to quit. Influential people telling me that, by the way, too. So people that I thought I should listen to. And so you didn't quit and yeah. look what it then led to. Right. Yeah. B- bigger and better things. So yeah. 
You know, that's and why? Because you were being you you talk a lot about being you and making sure you are you. And yeah, that means not starting off the podcast with are you ready to, you know, rumble? (laughs) (laughs) If it's not your thing, then don't. Yeah, exactly. You know what? It, It goes back to this that when people were asking me a lot of questions, which I don't get anymore because I I did say that I'm not a good teacher and people stopped talking to me. (laughs) I stopped getting emails and I'm like, I didn't say I didn't want to help you. I just said, I'm not good at teaching. I would love to help. I'd love to encourage anyway. But I I had a couple of people, you know, saying, well, I'm thinking about doing this and it was the clone of whatever. And I thought, is that what you want to do? Mm. Well, no, that's not what I want to do. I want to do this, but that's not going to work because it's insane. And I said, you know what? Tim Ferriss talks about being insane and, and shooting for insane goals because you'll probably reach them because you're just insane enough to actually go after them. He said people that set the average goals never achieve them because there's not a lot of motivation because it's just an average result. So whoop de do right? Hmm. See, I always say if you shoot, kind of the same philosophy. I always say if you shoot for perfection and you miss, you land on really, really, really good. Yeah. So. Yeah, I like that. I, I shoot for excellence. Yeah. Because I know I'm never going to achieve perfection. perfection. Exactly. That's, yeah. that's, that'll just, uh, that's a great way to shoot yourself. That'll in the drive foot. you crazy. Yeah. But, awesome. but I, but you're right though. I mean, it's like go after something that's a little insane, you know, like, well, I, I gotta be careful because I start sharing ideas and people love stealing them. So, <laughs> um, I'm not worried about you, but you know, I don't know who's listening. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, I mean, there are some, some companies that I have intentions to go after. Mm-hmm. And, um, usually people are like, Oh, come on. Right. Like that's ridiculous. And I said, is it? I, I have, I haven't heard anything back. I approached Gene Simmons of kiss. I'm like, dude, you need a podcast. Have you taken a picture of yourself with your tongue hanging out and sent it to him? I should or something so start there or maybe just a picture of my boobs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate, I'm in. Right. Um, oh, I'm coming, I'm <laughs> you know, and, and I've had people that, um, like I approached D Snyder probably a year and a half ago. You know, now he started on his own. It's kind of like, no, I, I wanted to, okay, never mind. Enjoy your podcast. So I do put the bug in people's ear that, yeah. um, so I just look for people who are, have that publicity. And I thought, okay, let's, let's, you know, if Schnooky can have a podcast, great golly, all Molly, you can have one too. So. Oh, seriously. Yeah. So. But uh, I mean, go, go crazy, shoot for something. You yes. know, I mean, there, there's gotta be some level of realism. Like, you know, like if I'm going after uh shoot, I don't even know, but if I'm going to go and like try to do somebody's podcast, like I was saying this too on ProfitCast, if you're going to go after something like this and try to host somebody's podcast and it's a huge idea, yeah. you also need to make sure you actually can deliver on it too. Oh yeah. And if you can't, then don't go after it because then you're just going to hurt yourself. You're going to be disappointed. You know, like, am I really good enough to go after some of the biggest, biggest things ever? Probably not. So maybe I need to get good enough and then approach him. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. Well, here's, here's one of the things that I'm also talking about in this episode is I got an email from a guy who, and you probably saw this at, at podcast movement, people with like three or four episodes in the can and they haven't launched yet. They're, they're like, yeah. what, they're waiting. It, it goes back to that yeah. whole perfection thing. And so to, to that person, you would say, I would say, do your best, get out there. And you know what? The first episode may not be very good. Who cares? Exactly. That's what Just rock it, man. Just go out and rock it. I always say that no matter what you do, no matter how long you wait, no matter how much you prepare, your 10th episode is going to be better than your first. Yeah. There's no way around that. So, well, you know, so I had, 
an advantage and I know you did as well, but I had an advantage when I started ProfitCast is that I had already done 20 years of radio and public speaking and online radio and other podcasts that I all sucked at. And it took a lot of practice. And I mean, I'm not kidding. Like when I was in radio, I would not kidding, practice in the shower, practice in the car, practice in front of the mirror, practice when I was, I was always practicing. So when I started ProfitCast, I already had all that under my belt. But before that, shoot, I didn't know what I was doing. Oh my gosh. Uh, see, I'm, now I'm picturing you in the shower going, hey, it's time for traffic and weather on the tens. <laughs> and then it's like the water's hitting you. You're like, <laughs> we used to do a, a total fake traffic report with Copter Carl. Oh, excellent. And uh, I had, you know, the helicopter be like, this is uh, Copter Carl here and uh, <laughs> traveling around. And we actually got to the point where the guy was like creepy because he'd be stalking <laughs> us. So, you know, he'd be like, I'm flying over your, your house right now and I see you guys and I'm going to just sit here and watch you. And it was... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <All> right. <laughs> there's a water buffalo. But I, I, you know, there's little things like that that it just practice things. And I don't know. Did, did you do that too? I mean, I'm, I'm not the only one that practiced in the shower. Am I? Uh, I did radio shows when I was five with my grandma. Okay. So let's see. W H O M E. Nice. So actually, I think I have that. I think I've played this before. Let me unmute uh, this. And I think it sounded something like this. That's not it. That is definitely not grandma. <laughs> here we go and again this is uh from a cassette tape back in the day the Jacksons. and we're broadcasting this afternoon and david has granted us an interview how old are you this year david six what are the subjects that you like to study best i want to study what subjects do you like what lessons do you like best recess recess is your favorite subject that's a good one there you go little little davy jackson <laughs> back to brian so mr real brian yes the one the only Dude, thank you so much for your time. You're welcome. And uh, congrats on the new gigs. You, thank you. You deserve it. All that hard work has uh, paid off. And I'm sure, man, this is just the beginning. You know, because somebody's going to go, so. hey, you're doing it for them. Can we get you to do one on, you know, the Victoria's Secret podcast? That wouldn't work. That's very visual. <laughs> now that I think about it. But uh, check out I, this new uh, thing. Like, uh, sorry, it's audio. Yeah, it's, it's a really it's not going to work. It's the Uber Super Jumbo Deluxe Wonder Bra. And that, yeah, that doesn't work uh, audio. Yeah, yeah, so. no. yeah, sorry. That's not going to work. And where can people find you? Profitcastuniverse.com is the website. And then Twitter, you can find me at, you know, either at Profitcast or at I am the real Brian. And I've been doing that experiment about, you know, having the two Twitters and it's a lot of work to keep up with both, but I'm finding them actually to pay off. So it works, but that's, those are the best ways. Twitter and then just everything, all my contacts information is on profitcastuniverse.com and then um, you know you can see all the new should I should I give the new websites for all the new sure. shows coming up sure I was going to ask right. you that so there's Arrow Squad which uh, is aerosquad.com that's the one we've been doing obviously for the TV show Arrow and then yes the new audiobooks.com podcast will be audiobooks.com slash podcast nice and that's launching uh, like anytime <laughs> within a couple of days let's put it that way beautiful and then the uh, podcasters paradise podcast is launching September 1st and that will be um, actually the the URL is to be determined but if you can go to podcastersparadise.com and find all the information there and also uh, you know iTunes it'll be it'll be all there but September 1st for that is that the the name of the show podcasters paradise podcast yeah 
There you go. See, that's one thing, you know, that uh, I'm learning from John is keep it simple and, and informative. Because I was thinking, like, what about stories from paradise? And he goes, that could be interpreted in a lot of different ways. And I went, <laughs> good point. See, that's why he's a marketing whiz. Exactly. Yeah. All right, my man. Well, thank you very much. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Such a super nice guy. And of course, you can find him over at ProfitCastUniverse.com or go out to SchoolOfPodcasting.com slash 475. And I'll have links to all the things that Brian is up to. Thanks, buddy, for uh, doing that. I know he had a really tight schedule when we uh, squeezed that in. And I'm actually doing this, have been doing it for um, quite a few years for a company called Crazy Egg. Let me bring this up real quick. Today on the Crazy Egg podcast, we're talking about what we can learn from the Windows 10 launch. And so, welcome to the Crazy Egg podcast, where we talk conversion optimization, design, and copywriting tips. Brought to you by CrazyEgg.com, where their affordable heat mapping software will increase your website's conversion rate or revenues within the next 30 days or your money back. Start your free trial today by going to podcast.crazyegg.com. Welcome to the Crazy Egg Podcast. I'm your host, Dave, thanking you so much for tuning in. And if you're new to the show, as we said during the yeah, intro. Yeah, and then I hit him yet with another commercial. Um, it's the client's podcast. It's not mine. That's the one thing I was going to say about this is it's interesting when... Number one, if you want to try this, find a topic that you like to talk about. So this is all marketing and tools and things like that. So, and they just said, hey, we have, they have like a daily blog and they say, pick four and turn them into podcasts. And the fun part of this is when you do this, uh, the person that wrote the blog post isn't you. And even if it was you, you don't write the way you speak. And so this is a, a great strategy. And uh, that is if you make a mistake Wait 10 seconds. I've mentioned this before, and it will be super easy to spot, and it literally cut my editing time in half, but there may be somebody, some sort of leader, some sort of you know uh, expert in your field. Maybe it's a company, things like this. Now, this was done for a company, and it must be working because we've been doing it for years. Uh, to get your 30-day trial, go to podcast.crazyegg.com, and um, I enjoy it. I get paid uh, okay. Not, not retirement money, but, uh, you know, it's easy and I like doing it. I'm getting paid to podcast. Isn't that fun? So that might be something, uh, you want to check out. And we saw today where the real Brian put himself out there, wasn't sure what was going to happen. He, he put some time into creating a, a kind of mock episode and they went, Hey, this is good. He reached out to John Lee Dumas and said, Hey, let's talk about this. Let's do it. You got to put yourself out there. You have to. There's no, nobody's going to come find you. You have to put yourself out there. And there are people that, uh, that want to listen to you. I talked about that at PodCamp Pittsburgh. The fact that, you know, I was sitting there thinking, oh, you know, is that right? No, no, no. There, there, especially if you're going to help people, why wouldn't you want to help people? And they're going to be so grateful when you help them. So that is going to do it. I hit this button earlier. I, I think I know what this is. And I'm glad this is the end of the show. Um, if you've ever wondered, yeah, this this is Dave Jackson, 1985, 87. So we'll, we'll <laughs> very 80s hair metal. And um, so we'll let that play in the background here. And uh, if you'd like to start a podcast, that's what I love to do. 
is help people start podcasts. Go over to schoolofpodcasting.com, use the coupon code LISTENER, L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R, and that'll save you off your subscription. If you don't have a website, send me an email, dave at schoolofpodcasting.com, with the title, Quick Start. Here's how this works. I send you a link to hosting. You buy it. I earn a commission. Yay me. You send me. Oh, it was good till I had to till I had to, to start singing. Oh, not good. Uh, and um, you send me that email. I will then, uh, an, a welcome email that you get. Do you want to hear this? Do you really want to hear this? Okay. Oh, yeah. This is hilarious. I had to sip the sin. I had to taste the danger. I didn't get along with the kids at school. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Yeah. For the record, my hair doesn't get long. It gets curly. Anyway, so you send me the welcome email. Uh, I install WordPress for you. Yay, you. And you get a free month at the School of Podcasting. Yay, you again. And I install a couple plugins that you might need. Yay, you. So now you've got a website. Uh, and um, I, I'm I'm distracting myself. Turn that off. <laughs> That's bad. Oh, so bad. And um, you are good to go. Because now you've got a free month at the School of Podcasting. You've got a website and the tutorials to show you how to manage your website, as well as how to plan your podcast, as well as how to connect with your audience all the tools you need, links to resources for like music and voiceover people. Again, I flatten the learning curve. There is a 30-day trial. So if any day, any time during that first 30 days, you can basically go in and say, hey, Dave, this isn't what I thought it was going to. I will refund your money. That's how much I think I'm going to help you and all the time I'm going to save you. Holy cow. Check it out, schoolofpodcasting.com. Until next week, thanks so much for tuning in. Class is dismissed. Take care and God bless. Let the pain continue. Oh, yeah, this is horrible. Changing the world, one download at a time.